What is up, y'all? Welcome to Culture. I am your host, Leslie the Third. Of course, that's the man. That's Bugman. That's that Bugman, y'all. With that Coco V hypnotic. If you were watching Adult Swim Sunday night, you heard that song. Yes, the Adult Swim. TV folks He's conquered cinema Okay With Lyft Driver He's conquered music Obviously with Coco With the Coco Pelli uh, Over He's He's conquered television Now the only question that remains folks Is when is Bugmane Going to conquer the world Of professional Wrestling And there's only one person I want to have on to answer that question. Franklin, how's it going, buddy? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm kind of the Brutus Beefcake to uh, Bugs Hulk Hogan. I get to uh, uh, make sure I get to tag along no matter where he goes. So, you know, it's it's good to be here. Uh, I can provide an answer with that question, though. I can tell you a few shows Bug has gone to. Okay. Let me hear it. What is Bug seeing in the wrestling scene? Okay, I, I, I got him to do all the Dark Side episodes, and he likes that. So he knows who, like, Nick Gage is, and he has, <laughs> like... So he has familiarity with Nick Gage, and he likes he likes that idea a lot. Uh, he went to a PWG show a few years back. I told him to go. Uh, Mitch was asking, and was inviting him, and... Oh, the, uh, Mitch, uh, the Mike Mitchell, folks. Yes. Star of, uh, was it, the Fa- Future War... Tomorrow, tomorrow war. war. Tomorrow awards. Tomorrow <laughs> war. <laughs> Mike Mitchell, also a big PWG head and a former and a guest on Culture, which you're listening to now, Wednesday night wrestling. I am your host, Leslie the Third. I'm joined by Franklin. Tell me about Bug at PWG. Oh God! So he it was a while back. Uh, there was you know Janella. Uh, I think Matt Riddle was on the card. Uh, a few others. Uh, so he just kept texting me like, "What should I say to them? I'm gonna meet some of them. Like, <laughs> what should I, what should I chant?" And I think, um, God, I think I gave him the name of of a of a. Re- I think I was just messing with him. He, he he almost got in trouble. I gave him the name of a no no wrestler. It's kind of not a, like a dirt bag. Turned out to be a bigger dirt bag. Not gonna say their name. Okay. I'm like chant this. I said chant this guy's name. Just oh no. And, and oh no. He chanted it. And Mitch is like, he almost got his ass kicked. I'm like, oh, oh my god, Franklin, why would you do that? To I, I told, oh I my told, god, I kind of prefaced it like, you might get some looks if you do this. And, <laughs> and you know, Bug, he goes all in on it, so he's chanting their name. Oh my and people god, people are like, it, like, it wasn't nothing too bad, but it was just a dirt bag. And yeah, just, yeah. So it's, oh. just a, it, I mean, there's a lot, but that's funny. Uh, that's really funny. <laughs> I'm, I feel bad. He would have done it to me, so I kind of, you know, kind of owe it back to him, you know. Okay. So one thing I wanted to talk about: there's a name you mentioned there, Joey Janella. Oh yes. The bad boy himself. We're talking the wrestling news today, folks. We're getting into it. We'll get to AW Double or Nothing in a minute, 
or and the big third anniversary show tonight. Dynamite, huge, huge show. And we'll also take your call, so feel free. Dial in, hop in whenever you feel like it. But one thing I did want to talk about, uh, and I almost forgot until you mentioned it. I hope everyone has seen this, but it, I'll, I'll play the audio. If you, if you, you might know, know it, you might have, if you were me, you probably watched this a lot. You probably watched this on repeat again and again, trying to figure out how anyone could possibly think this was a good idea or, 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 or better yet, how this is the way to do it, how you could be so unprepared. Cause it actually is a good idea. I think it actually is a good idea, but it was not executed well. Of course, I'm talking about Joey Janela's, uh, super kick, flaming super kick, uh, that went horribly awry because they did not have a fire extinguisher available and they just tried to put it out way too late and too slowly with just bottles of water as like his latex kick pad started burning up and also, uh, set the mat, ring mat on fire. But let's, uh, play the call and so, uh, see, you can probably get the picture just from the audio. That shit was on fire. Joey Janela! Flaming super kick! That shit ain't going out, kid! Get him some fucking water! Referee, come on! <laughs> this is bad. That shit was on fire. It's still on, on fire. fire. It's getting more on fire, in fact. Janela being burned. Joey Janela! So, yeah. Now, fire in wrestling, Beautiful. long tradition, often done very, very safely, uh, sometimes not so much. This is one of the least safe ones I've seen, probably for the least effect and least reason as well. Uh, but Franklin, what were your thoughts on this? There's no payoff to that. Like it, it wasn't a match ending. It was. I'm I'm perplexed by it because Joey typically has some abstract ideas, but they 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 pay off ish, right? And this one, I mean. It, I think I was telling you before we started, I think it's the one-year anniversary, too, of the weed whacker situation where somebody uh, had got their crotch on fire and it was supposed to be taken out by a weed whacker. I forgot what position oh. it was. It, yes. I, I haven't heard that one. that one. So, yeah, somebody was, I mean, again, it might have been a really just a lower-level deathmatch company and somebody had fire on their crotch and the spot of the other guy was to take it out of a weed whacker. So, I guess this had to one-up it. You know, and and did like, I mean, did this guy's like? I thought like somebody said his managers or somebody helped Joey to put it out or through the water bottle. I don't know. It's just I'm embarrassed. Yeah, <laughs> it like, it does. That was really the feeling. It's like oh, it just kind of makes you feel a little bit embarrassed for this in this you know indie wrestling that we love, this death match wrestling you know that we yeah. love because you can do this sort of thing. In fact, there was a I think it was it uh, Noah. It like a flaming like high kick and it looked awesome and it went nice. right out it like they had it prepared so that you just had the flames and then that was it you weren't actually setting the actual kick pad on fire and then trying to put it out with vibes like you can have fire mm. extinguishers i've people i've seen people set full-on set them, themselves on fire in kind of a stupid way but they still had fire extinguishers. Like, all right, you're going to put me... I, I'll get burned, but you're going to put me out, right? Like, so I don't know why that wasn't... Even that wasn't even in place. It's just absolutely uh, baffling. Even CZW at their worst, when something like that that like you just mentioned would come up, that, okay, this is bad. Let's have a fire extinguisher. This didn't work. This was not as safe as we thought. There's an immediate fire extinguisher. 
you know? So even the peak of CZW insane nonsense would have some kind of precaution, you know? All right. And I did pull up the fire crotch clip. I'm not sure if there's <laughs> any uh, interesting audio here, but I'm going to pull it up uh, ju- just for the sake of, you know, archival uh, integrity. If you mention the fire crotch, you got to play the fire crotch. All right. And here we go. We have a, a mass deathmatch wrestler laying on the ground in a prone position. We got a nice, you know, jacked up dude ready to do some damage. Not sure if this is the call because I would just want to see these two guys fight out. They look pretty cool. Right, you got some beef. All right, so his crotch is on fire and he's just kind of sitting there as it engulfs his pants. And then the weed whacker comes and does nothing. And now, oh my God, he's entirely like in flames. Like his whole, like 75% of his body engulfed in flames. No, oh, still no fire. Jesus Christ, still no fire extinguisher. That's horric. Oh my, it's still going. It's still. I never, I never watched it that long actually. Wow, I, I, I I found that video. I just, uh, I actually just Googled fire crotch, (laughs) flaming crotch wrestling. I think you'll pull it up from uh, a poster name, uh, Blaze XX3 Alley. Thank you for archiving that. But man, why you can do? Even if you were gonna do it, have the fire extinguisher there just in case. (laughs) Like, what is the thought process? Uh, And God, and the worst part is. There's probably 50 people in the comments telling Jim Cornette to look at it. I know, I know. So when I look at the end of the day, like this one was a layup. This is a wrestler Jim Cornette Mm -hmm. hates. It's deathmatch wrestling. Like I don't know. He earned this one. Like I'm actually, I actually, Mm -hmm. I was actually a little disappointed that the show happened. Like the show happened before Jim does his recording because you gotta hear the episode. You know he's gonna be on one. I know. I know Jim Cornette problematic fave to say the least but this yes. one you got you gotta hand it to him this one he kind of proves proves his point a little bit the, there's not i know jim Cornette. i'm not there's no defending or anything like that no there's a balance to the to his show though there's a balance there are i some of the ridiculous and terrible things he she he says does, she, does not invalidate some of his insight either you know but yeah, yeah it's that a, one it's such a sh- it. it's such a shame because He's someone who's such an archive of like wrestling knowledge wrapped in just this massive dose of shit for no reason that adds nothing, does nothing for him. Oh my God, he would be like one of America's favorite people if he wasn't a piece of shit. Right? It really, you know, just, just tone it down a bit, man. I mean, I find that the most bizarre thing about Jim Cornette that I always laugh at is his favorite shows, aside from rest that aren't wrestling related, are Family Guy and South Park. Like, <laughs> I can see that. He's just like he's living in two thousand. I know. Like, he just loves it. He just loves the laughs. Oh well. Speaking of another a lighter news story, making the rounds today. Young Bucks update their bio. I'm gonna read this out. I wanted your take on it, Franklin. Callers, if you want to call in, give your take. Please feel free to do so. Hit us up on the call in app. But this is the Young Bucks' new bio as they are currently in a kind of a feud with the Hardy Boys now in AEW. And I quote, if we were around during Attitude Era, the Hardys, Edge, Christian, and Dudleys would have been tag team father for us. All super talented, though. (laughs) All right. Talk that shit, 
Young Bucks, Franklin, do you think they, the Young Bucks would just be running through the tag division in the uh, Attitude Era? Look, they gave them their flowers at the end. I mean, yes, they, know, they gave them with all due respect. With all due respect, you know, you know no disrespect. <laughs> you know, great team, no though. Nice guys. Nice guy. You know, we would fuck them they up, but nice bums. guys. <laughs> nice guys. You know, I, I think about it. Would they be like a Kai and Tai type situation? Like, would they be like the guys everybody wants to see? Like, S.A. Rios was the guy we wanted to see every, like, do cool shit and be, like, during that era. Yes. Like, you know, I I watch Jack. I watch those shows. To Velocity. See, to see like shotgun. Yeah, to see London night. show up. Yeah, oh, yeah. To see like Paul London and those guys. So, I mean, the Young Bucks would still be massively over. Uh, you know, that's. I think they would find a way. I think they've shown they can be generational and still like, despite being buried in TNA or whatever. Like, they would have come up eventually. So, would they? they they would have been there. They would have been up there, you know. I, I don't know. I, I, I think... feel like th- it would be more of a Kai and Tai, uh, London yeah. and Kendrick situation where mm. they would always be underneath. Like they would never put them over like Triple H and Stone Cold. You like, and those were like the tag team champions. No. Like half the time during that era, were like two mega stars that were in a feud or storyline. So like the Undertaker actual... and The Rock were yeah. tag champions. Yeah. So even I remember, I I remember it was kind of an interesting time in tag team wrestling for wwe at certain points because they had like an upper card a mid card and a low card of just tag teams now all the Mm -hmm. actual tag teams were just in the mid card and the lower card they were on the shotgun saturday nights it was nice the tag team uh, division had a lot of depth but most of the tag team champions were just two main eventers put together so i really do see the young bucks in spite of all their talent in that bottom tier Tearing it up with the headbangers on a on a fucking Sunday night heat every so often. Oh, I would have loved a Mean Street Posse uh, Young Bucks feud though. <laughs> oh, that would have been, been fun. That would have been right. Fun. I would have been all about that. I don't know. It's ah, yeah. They they would have definitely been in the bottom there. It would have been all right though. It would it it would not without its own. You know, Perry Saturn and Dean Malenko would give them a good five minutes on uh, Jacked. At 1 a.m. Yeah, know? maybe at some point they get fired, they go to WCW, and they actually do get to kind of tear it up a little bit. Because you had a bit of that in WCW. Yeah. WCW let tag teams be tag team champions every so often. It wasn't just the megastars together. They let AJ Styles do some stuff on there for yeah. two episodes, you know, before it, it completely went away. Yeah. that See, that's the better response. I think WCW, they still would have somehow, like... Like Rey Mysterio and a few other oh, yeah. people came up. They like, would have been great up in WCW. And I think that just us saying that shows, and this is something I like to talk about a lot, and I want to ask, get your thoughts on it. WCW, WWE, wrong company won. In fact, Vince's winning that battle is what has sent us on this path that we are on today as a planet, in fact. Like, that was the moment when we turned into like the dark universe, you know. Uh now we got the mummy, we got the Frankenstein. Yeah. <laughs> we got yeah. That is when we yeah. went into the dark universe when Vince McMahon showed up on WCW uh Monday Nitro and saying he's bought the company. That was the moment. Oh man, our Russell Crowe. Oh God, I love it. <laughs> I love that you mentioned that. I mean it's tough to think because here's the counter argument to that. I, I don't disagree. I mean, I don't I don't watch WWE. It's awful. It's like 
it's weirdly propaganda like what what's taking place there like it is absurdly propaganda like but does eric bischoff the executive producer of scott bayo is 44 and pregnant does he care enough about wrestling at that time period that if it was to just you know fade out ratings whatever like does he care enough to like hang on to it and just be like okay i'm on to the next thing that's my concern. I mean, I know he was in charge or he was yeah. coming up, but like, I, I just feel like that's, I don't have faith in Bischoff. Yeah, you don't have that's faith. There, that was the that's the problem. It's like, even, I mean, and they changed leadership a lot. That's one thing about WCW. They did change leadership when th- shit wasn't working out. So that's maybe one benefit. Maybe Bischoff isn't a problem because they see like Ted Turner says, "All right, well, mm-hmm. then go away. We're going to hire someone else uh, to run this company." But the way they run it and the way WCW did things, it always just uh, maybe not always. In fact, Bischoff was the one who kind of fucked this up, Nash and them. It talent mm. was able to show. If you were talented enough, you could move up to the top of the card. You weren't necessarily going to be held down just because of Vince McMahon's predilections about you or whatever. Which is what happens now repeatedly. Like I was just thinking about the fact that Vince McMahon thinks. The Miz is like main event level world champion material, but he has fired John Morrison three, four times now. Find me a single human being on the planet. And this is no disrespect to Miz. I've been a fan of Miz since the real world. Okay. So I'm not dissing them. I'm not dissing the Miz. True story. Yeah, for sure. For sure. True story. (laughs) Uh, and i remember and and find me one human being on the planet who would look at the miz and look at morrison and say you know what i want to pay money to see the miz i I mean for real and that's not even to knock him but that's just vince mcmahon's thinking yeah and it's even worse than that it's not even pay money it's like he won't like he won't even like keep him hired like he won't even keep him hired he won't keep him from AEW, even though he still is incredibly talented and and that, that's just an example of how ww vince mcmahon's warped vision of wrestling and wrestlers has been so bad and detrimental that even wcw with its changing management would have produced a better more just world wrestling would have been more at the forefront if wcw was still around regardless of ups and downs i think there would have been change and accountability as opposed to the same product forever yes. now. Like, forever. It is insane to watch and to hear Michael Cole speak to you like you're a moron. Essentially is what it feels like. <laughs> yes. It feels that way. And, and I have nothing against the guy. He's fine, whatever. But it, it feels, you know, like, I, I just, it's impossible to watch. I mean, if you watch it, okay, that's that's fine, I guess. I don't, I mean, I don't know why, but there is... There's just very little redeeming. There, there was a point now, like when Brian was coming up, that there was like it got like Brian was such a big deal that it became somewhat wrestling centric at times, like for brief periods of time. That's interesting. Like he made Randy Orton do work rate matches. Yeah, so insane to me. Yeah, I wanted to talk about that because that keeps coming up because every time someone is on the show, because I I checked out a WWE 
uh, during Sheamus versus Triple H because it was just an, it, at Rus- one of the WrestleManias and it was just such a dog shit awful match that made me sick to my stomach. And I was like, I'm never spending another minute of my life <laughs> watching a bad wrestling match when I don't have to. I'm just going to watch good wrestling. Uh, and you went to that or? Huh? No, no, it was, I, I was oh, no, I was okay. at like work watching WrestleMania like okay. the next day on my little fucking MP4 player uh, <laughs> <laughs> at my desk. That was before we had all these fancy smartphones, folks. They were MP4 oh, players. You can load you them. torrent that. Yeah, 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 I had the you torrent. You gotta see too, though. Don't be selfish. You gotta see. No, yes. Oh, buddy, buddy, do you even want to know what my ratio is? Come on. Come on. Oh, you got a good ratio. Oh, I know come you on. got a good ratio. Come on, come on. Don't I even, don't even trip. Come on, don't even yeah. trip. I, 6.565. And that's just well, that's... The, the current account. That was, and that's before, <laughs> back, back in the day, I used to do rips myself. So I, I, I used to actually well rip shows and shit. But yeah, oh yeah. We, we, we. Mr. Divix. Yes, yes. I, actually, my uh, tag was uh, P-U-R-O in all caps. I actually, maybe I should nice. say that New Japan might be still coming. Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna sue you for some gifts that came up from that. <laughs> but oh the, my god! But I love how wrestling fans need a need a gosh, uh, just a symbol, a logo there, like uploaded by you know, just that their nick their name on files, like brilliant. Yeah, it was fun. It Watermark. Was, yes, you gotta know you got because you gotta know that it's gonna be quality. Some people be putting out mm. some bullshit out there. You know, you gotta know it's quality. <laughs> what the fuck were we talking about? I got off track. <laughs> so we're talking about um, essentially if did the wrong promotion, ah, wrong uh, promotion. survive? Then they, they they did, and we're talking about talking about the Miz, 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 and, uh, Miz, Miz yeah. and Coral. I actually did want to mention the a Miz specifically because. There was a video of the Miz versus Cody match of Cody <laughs> trying to put a bow and arrow on the Miz, and it just does not go well. He just does not have it on Miz. It maybe is in the wrong spot. That's what some people are saying. I I can't judge. I've never put put a bow and arrow on someone or had one put on me. But I know that it took Miz a bit too long to realize that it was completely fucked and then to improvise. So it looked incredibly awkward. And then they tried. And then when they they kind of recover, but then they kind of fuck up again and they just kind of lost the rhythm. And, you know, botches happen in wrestling matches. It, it, it just does. All right. To the best. It, to, to the, the best, best of them. But here here's the thing. I th- and I think it's been the problem with the way uh, some people have tried to think about or talk about Cody's quote-unquote run in WWE, WWE is not really like a wrestling company. The matches don't really matter. A lot of the wrestlers there do a style that is not the same thing that Cody was doing in ROH, New Japan, NWA, AEW. The Miz can do the WWE thing, but the, you know, sort of, sort of trying to pull stuff out from old matches, that sort of slower style, old school style. The WWE is about like the video game style where you do your signatures, oh, yeah. you do your finishers, and then you go home. You do a dive for no fucking reason, and then it's you go the home. It's devoid of emotion. There yeah. is no callback. There's no intensity. It's this is where this has to happen. This is your, you have to get your, meet your marks. So meet I your marks, and that's what happens. Yeah, and so I don't know why WWE tries to sell these Cody's matches as events in themselves as AEW can do because AEW knows that they want their wrestlers to put on barn burners. They want their wrestlers to have, you know, really great professional wrestling matches. 
That's not what WWE is selling you. They're selling you characters. They're selling you the people you know. That's why all those all those Brock Lesnar matches are just him like spamming his finisher because they know you just want to see Brock Lesnar. You don't give a shit about anything else. And so I don't know how you put Cody in there and try to do like sports builds with him versus The Miz. And then the match in, comes out and then it's just like The Miz can't really keep up with him. And it's not really his fault at all. And they and they don't even need to do that shit anyway. They could do any Miz, the normal WWE shit and people would probably be fine with it and pretend like it's as good as like, you know, the Young Bucks uh, versus uh, whoever. It's their take on what work rate is. They're like, oh, this, like, we'll have our work rate match here, but it's really not like a work rate match. It's, you know, it's the near falls. It's the constant zooms of the camera. Yes. It's, yeah. it's irritating to watch. Yeah, the way they shoot it and show it is completely not, is not conducive to this style of match. It doesn't work. And the entire, like, I don't know. WWE universe that takes place in does not care about wrestling and holds and shit like that. It just is not important to being a WWE superstar. It doesn't matter. So I don't know how you try to plug Cody in here as like this classic, you know, wrestler when he's like the only one there. Well, his gimmick is that of a wrestler, but what you're seeing is not, is not the case because he's not, He's not going to be able to work a match like that, like he had. I mean, in Ring of Honor, he had, like, a crazy good match with Rocky Romero. I think they even used fire on that match, too. And it was, like, just a random main event in Fort Lauderdale against Rocky Romero. Cody just puts on, great match, brawls in the crowd. There's actual emotion. There's actual, like, physicality. There's a fire spot. It ends the match. Perfectly, you know, executed. And that's not the case here. Like, I mean, you said it time and time again. It's anybody who goes to WWE, any work rate guy, it, their value, I don't say their value, their, their value is whatever, but like they're not going to get the same kind of punch that they have elsewhere. It's not going to be the same. It's and just going to be it's very just, watered down. Yeah, it's not built for that. I do want to mention uh, before we take our first caller, and thank you so much for calling in, uh, I, the first time I saw Cody Rhodes was actually at a WWE house show live. This is before he made his debut for the main roster, even. He had not been on TV yet. And so it was in a dark match. It was in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And Cody fucking bladed, bled buckets at a WWE house show before he even hit the main roster. And I was like, okay, I kind of dig this kid. That's kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. Because he was like, I'm in... Louisiana. I don't know if I ever get to wrestle here again, but my dad bled buckets here. I'm gonna bleed some buckets here. And nobody even fucking knew who he was yet. It was just so and it always stuck in my mind. And it's just so sad that uh sadly I have to call him a sellout now. And uh, he's no <laughs> he's no longer my guy. I see I don't like WWE, but that situation may have been more nuanced. Again, I feel like we only have so much information about it, and I equated a lot to like like a franchise sports star of being like, I kind of helped build this. Like, I know I'm not the top guy anymore. Like an aging star kind of situation where, like, he may he may have wanted money for. Again, we're really speculating. Like, I don't know why he really left. Like, but I think part of what he wanted was more to be appreciated than so much like you know this big spotlight. But again, yeah, totally I don't know why. I mean, make your money, but. That I have to stand with. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't begrudge him the money. And it was if it were just like any company but WWE, 
I would say, all right, True. that sports analogy is just fine. But he, and yeah, if it were anybody but Cody, but he knows mm. every single thing. They wrong with that company. They know how we know how poorly they treated him uh, once he left. Still, almost as bad as they treated anyone. So that to me mm. is is like the problem. It's just like I don't begrudge him. Yeah, yeah. But we're gonna go ahead take our caller. How's it going, buddy? Go ahead, unmute yourself. Oh, can you hear me now? Yeah, got you. Okay, cool. Yeah, um, so um, in regards to the Young Bucks and the Attitude Era. Oh, all right. Um, I, I was thinking about it a little bit. And um, yeah, I think I think they'd be okay in WCW for sure. I think they'd get totally buried in WWF because of what you were saying, where you have all these like random, like, high on the card people as champions because like was it was like austin and michaels were champ one yes and stuff like that yeah like i kind of remember this so i got i got a counter proposal here so the the uh the the young bucks in universe b uh get get buried in wwf and leave and they go to japan and go to an upstart uh wrestling company by the name of pro wrestling noah Mm. And they start wrestling in these tags with like Akiyama, Kabashi, Mizawa, Akira Toei, people like that. I, I think that could be interesting. Ah, uh, see, here's the thing. I, I like I, that. I like that, but they would probably put them in the junior tags with you know Kenta and Marufuji, which is going to give us something pretty cool as well. I yeah, think. I, I have no. They're going to smoke them though. <laughs> Kenta and Marufuji will smoke them. Oh yeah. The problem with that is look at Loki. I, I, you know, whatever you want to say about at his peak of his powers in Noah, at the very peak of his powers, he couldn't even win their junior title at like the very peak of Loki. <laughs> yeah, like, Noah, uh, that was old school Noah. No, new Noah would yeah. do it. New Noah would do it. I mean, once they put the title, Noah on, would give you, yeah. Once they put the title on Eddie Edwards, you know, and not to knock Eddie, but you know, of, of all, not to knock Eddie whatsoever, but yeah, once they put the title on Eddie Edwards, you knew that was kind of a a different that's a company. Brave new world situation. Yeah. That's that's like yeah. what are we? Yeah, like for, as opposed to just the way Brian was treated, like even there, not treated, but like how he was seen, how he yeah, was like, okay, you you weren't junior, you weren't shit, <laughs> you weren't shit, yeah, you you were not like. The relationship with ROH was our guys come there and they always win. And if your guys win, it's once and it's incredible <laughs> and it never happens again. And they immediately pay that favor back in Japan immediately. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it was it was fun, but like that that is an underappreciated thing now because AEW is in a much stronger position than ROH ever could be with New Japan. Y'all remember the fucking. Best of the Super Juniors tournament that Ring of Honor did. That Kendo Tiger Kishin, Soldier B. Yes, that Kendo Kishin won. Everybody hated it because first of all, he was like bigger than everybody in there. He's like he was like he was like almost a heavyweight. He was bigger than all the American guys. No one knew him, and his style was very much a like undercard he Japanese yes. heel, not really flashy, not that exciting. And just like uh, people it. hated it, it was a good show. I think it was actually a good it show. Was a good show. Uh, Homicide whole... Aries was the was the title match. It was a great match. Great like, show, but people up... were very unhappy with that. Yeah, ignore that. Look, Brian uh, face uh, Black Tiger, Rocky Romero. 
Like I remember that show; it was good as hell. But they they were they were not going to lose. Like plain and simple. Yeah, but now you know you have you know uh, fucking people from New Japan coming over here and losing all the time everywhere mm-hmm. from GCW Impact, and I I guess they just don't care that much anymore. Maybe New Japan no. never cared as much as Noah did. Noah had that very yeah. Noah was holding on to some ideals. Yeah, yeah holding on to those all Japan like vision of mm. you know wrestling. You want to win? No, you need to earn that over a few years. If you want to, <laughs> yeah, you, you you five wanna, years. Yeah, you put a few years in, uh, Gaijin. Maybe, maybe we'll let you win something. But, uh, uh, partner, uh, caller, did you want to add anything else? Did you, what do you think? What are your predictions? We got to get into it. Double or nothing. What is happening? So, I think Punk's going to win. Okay. Um, I think. I I think the Blackpool Combat Club match is going to be a real bloodbath. Um, oh, actually, let's go through the car. Let's go through the car. Yeah, yeah. Together. Go All the right, let's go. Let's go. Let's go through it. All right, so there's like seventy. Yeah, they got tons. It's a stacked show. All right, so we got. I don't, is this the official name? Hookhausen? Is that official? Is that official? Are we actually okay. doing that? That's, that's it's Excalibur, but it's unofficial. And that's too that's too indie show. All right, that, it's that's a little Chikara for my yeah, liking. I'm not. And I'm also, not, I don't. I don't hate it, but it's Chikara. Two Chikara. Uh, All right, Hook and Danhausen versus Tony Nice and Mark Sterling. I think maybe uh, Hook and da- Danhausen are the obvious pick for was probably going to be a pre-show uh, match, fun just for the fans, something light. Yeah, there's but, no disagreement here. Yeah, I like Mark Sterling though a lot. I like his character work lately. I like that he's got his he's he's it, almost like he's stretching himself a little bit too thin. Jake Cargill's getting mm-hmm. pissed off at him because he's getting hurt working for Tony Nice. Like when she <laughs> told him when she asked him what's wrong with him, and then it was like I don't care. That was yeah, the I don't funniest. Care. I mean, the whole thing with Shivani and cut the shit is just... It's so great. It's so great. He does need to cut the shit, though. I'm glad somebody told him. All right, Hansi, since we're going through the card, I'm just going to go ahead and invite you on as a speaker, and we'll just go through the card together, folks, if that sounds good to y'all. Sure. What's going on, man? Hey, how's it going? So go ahead, go ahead, get in as a speaker, and we're just going to talk this card. So if we have nothing else on that opening tag match, let's talk about Jay Cargill versus Anna Jay AEW TBS Championship. Jade is my favorite wrestler. I love her. I haven't. She hasn't wrestled in like a month, though. I'm kind of mad at Tony. Kind of a little <laughs> bit upset at Tony. They haven't given Jade a match in a while. But Jade versus Anna J. Rematch for the TBS Championship. Anna J, they had a great match the first time. Jade Cargill getting better and better. Anna J getting better and better. Two young wrestlers, but I'm excited to see it. You know, people complain a lot about Jade, like, oh, she's not any good. I, I never thought she's been ever been actively bad. Like, she's always been pretty good. Like, but can I just say, like, does it matter? Like, when you have a presence at a certain yes. point, as long as you're just average, does it does it really matter? Does everybody need to be a work rate like wrestler? Like, I, I, I'm not a big Goldberg guy, but like back then, like. Did it really matter? No. Like, he can't yeah. do, like, yeah. So, like, at, once you have a certain amount of star power like Jade, and she is getting better, which is which is awesome on top of it. Like, she is good, you know? But, like, just to date back, like, doesn't, like that's that does not matter. You have somebody with actual, like, presence. Yes. You know? It's ridiculous. 
Well, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. The, the, the reason why I guess it, it, uh, sometimes people think it matters is because, like, I guess because WWE's done, like, a, a mediocre job with people who don't know how to wrestle us properly. So, they, mm-hmm. so like, anti-WWE fan base then becomes, like, oh, you, you, you need people to have work rate. So, like, if, if AW can do it properly... Like where someone's like not the best worker, and you can hide their faults and uh, put their. That's such a brilliant point. That is such a brilliant mm-hmm. point because I mean, every professional wrestling. I mean, we we're talking Noah had shitty wrestlers, mm-hmm. but they were able to work around this and put on some pretty good matches. Like every promotion you can think of works around mm-hmm. the limitations of wrestlers who are otherwise stars. You know, a lot of times mm-hmm. you might have a great someone great in the ring who can't talk. Give him a manager. You have, or give him a gimmick where he doesn't have to talk. Give him an attitude, you know? You have someone, not that great a worker, but the fans love him. He's excited. He's charismatic. You put him in matches that make, that highlight that. You put him with people that highlight that. WWE does not do that. I mean, the perfect example was Miz versus Cody, which is just a platform for Miz to fall flat on his face for no reason. Doesn't benefit him. Doesn't benefit Cody. No one's going to, leave that match and be like oh Miz is just a wrestling genius that's not what they want from the (laughs) Miz in the first place so yes it does not matter if Jade Cargill is good because she has that presence but she actually is good and I think she She actually is good you brought up Goldberg she's better than Goldberg ever was right now right now and I've seen Goldberg matches and enjoyed the shit out of them I enjoyed the matches at times now he did, yeah. It, now we do have to mention the caveat with Goldberg is that he was hurting people. That was the bad part. He yeah. didn't know how to wrestle. That's, and he also that didn't. Is, have, yes. That's the actual bad part of not knowing how to wrestle. But as far as just not being a perfect work rate wrestler or that exciting, that doesn't matter as much when you got the presence and you know what to do and you know where to be. I mean, Kevin Nash pretty good example of someone who is not a work Never rate. Never had to be good. Ne- Never had to be. Never had to be. In fact, I actually, it kind of annoys me how many big guys, like, think they have to do, like, moonsaults and flip mm-hmm. fly, flipping top rope yeah. sintons. Like, no, stop that. You don't have to. Let the little, ha- first of all, let the little guys have something to do. And second of all, you ain't got to do that to yourself or anybody else. Just throw people around. It's, it's all. I'll say this about, about Nash, that. His his ring work in WWE was a lot better than it was in WCW, and that's probably because oh yeah he, he had a, a much more late like you know a much like it it didn't seem like in a lot of WCW matches that he, I mean he didn't need to because his character was over but it seemed like a lot of his matches in WCW weren't really as motivated and that's why I kind of I I always thought that his best matches were probably with Bret Hart because like Bret Hart actually easily. Started- yeah, and, and I, I, I actually, actually, he had a good match with Shawn Michaels too. But like Bret Hart and Diesel's matches were like higher profile than the ones that they put with Diesel and Shawn Michaels, which I thought he had good matches. So I, I, I did. I thought Nash's character in WWE was like at his best before he was leaving for WCW, where he was kind of like being like, a, like a, I'm a bad guy and a good guy kind of thing where he kind of, like, having this attitude. And I think that's what kind of added to the coolness of when he went to WCW. All right, so moving on to the... So we didn't give our picks. I think we all agree that Jay's going to take this. Jay's going to take this one. That was the last one. Yeah, it's a, it's a pre-show. <laughs> that was a pretty... Yeah, that was kind of given. Yeah, it's a pre-show match. Uh, Jay's going to keep that one. 
Kyle O'Reilly or Samoa Joe versus Adam Cole. So we got to do who's going to be in it and who's going to win the match. I'm going to call this one Samoa Joe versus Adam Cole with Samoa Joe taking it. I'll I'm, I'm going to say Kyle. I hope okay. I, I, I Personally, I think if Kyle loses, then I think they will try to probably add Red Dragon and FDR versus... Uh, like yeah, Red Dragon FDR for the ROH titles, but the th- the, the the thing with the with the with Joe with Joe with with Cole, I, I don't know if anyone feels the same way, right? But I, I think um, NXT being live kind of helped ruin Cole a little bit because prior you only saw him like like you know with four weeks it was like one taping, right? And I think like with 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 guys like Brian Danielson and Moxley and CM Punk adding more to the repertoire. Like Adam Cole's like offense, it kind of comes across as useless to me. Like I don't get into any of the Panama mm-hmm. Sunrise stuff. Whatever. I'm not saying that he sucks. I'm just saying that he needs to like if Brian Danielson's like having ten finishers in his matches now, and Moxley, you know, has like a lot of more fin- finishers, and everyone else having more 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 finishers because their old finishers not getting the job done. I think Cole needs to up his game. Uh, man. My, that's why I want I wanted Dax and Cash to actually be the finals, in my personal opinion. Oh, that would. I, I love everything you just said. I love everything you just said because I like Adam Cole enough. But all his moves now—I mean, I've liked him. I feel he's been a little bit stagnant lately. All his moves are old indie finishers, a uh, lung blower, uh, the Canadian destroyer, like super. Ki- like I don't know. I think when NXT, uh, one of their downfalls was being on every week and having their small roster, where I had to see Johnny Gargano talented. Tommaso Ciampa, talented, every single week, you know, exactly. as opposed to AEW, who there's a fresh rotation every week. There's a fresh rotation. I'm not going to see Buddy Murphy every week or whatever he's being called. Like, I'm not going to see him every week. That's great. You know, I'll see a couple of guys a few weeks in a row, and then I won't, and that's perfectly fine. That keeps him fresh. Yeah, I, I think... you're on every week, it's rough. Yeah, I think the, that, the Buddy Murphy rule, because Buddy Murphy is a guy, when I saw him, I was like, I don't want to watch him every week, but every time, but if I'm only seeing him every once in a while, I'm like, oh, this dude's got jacked and cool, and but he could wear out his welcome very soon, uh, fairly quickly, I think, but I like him mm-hmm. now, so that works. William, yeah. did you have a pick uh, for this match? Um, I think Joe... Uh, wins. Um, it's tonight, right? The yes. Yeah, yes. Okay. okay. Um, yeah, I think Joe wins, and then at the pay per view, I think it's Adam. Okay. Going with a heel, heel for the win. Okay. Yeah, because what Adam the, very much fits is, the Owen Hart mold. Yeah, yeah. He he then has you know a trophy uh something to brag about yeah he has something to brag about i can see that yeah in fact i'm changing my pick i'm changing my pick adam cole baby adam cole i didn't think about that brag about it so when kenny comes back he can be like hey look i did this thing while you were out yeah no i i i think i think they do have plans for cole the thing is that like they do these, I think they're doing an old school thing where a lot of um, attitude era fans are not used to, and that I think AW is doing a good job of like trying to retrain people a little bit. Where like back in the day, when somebody was like gonna go from feud to feud, they would kind of be aim be a little bit aimless for a little bit until a feud got highlighted. Now we live in an era where like attitude era, you had to have multiple segments to show that you're over 
and you're in you're, you're in a you know uh, a meaningful feud. So I think when once the elite and like the super click and the undisputed era storyline kicks in, that's when we'll probably see a more motivated call. And I also think that with Tony Khan bringing in the trios titles, I think a lot of the people that people are worried about being aimless. I think once the trios division starts, there's good. I think that's going to be probably the more exciting division, even more so than the tag team division, because it's going to get a lot of more interesting combination between Blackpool Combat Club, the House of Black, you know, like different, like you got different guys from Jer- Jericho, Prison Society and all that. So you can do a lot of good stuff with the, I think once the, the trios titles are made, that's when like more of these aimless guys that people are complaining that are aimless right now, they'll probably have more meaning once those titles are made probably. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, totally agree. All right, moving Ryan on. Ryan Nemeth's stable too. Yeah, uh, all right. What are they yeah. called? <laughs> Does he have uh, I didn't know he had one. I didn't know he was he had, Ryan Nemeth's stable. I forgot what they were called. They're not oh, like the wing, I, I want to keep the, saying they're the gentlemen's oh, club. The wingmen. But they're not the wingmen, yeah, those are my guys. Those are they have Mean Street Posse vibes. I yeah. like them. All right, so I have to. We have to wrap up in about five minutes, so we're going to go through these next ones quickly. All right, Tony Storm or Britt Baker, DMD versus Ruby Soho and Chris Statlander. I'm going to go with Tony Storm and Ruby Soho with Tony Storm taking the trophy. I think it's going to be. Uh, uh, I want Tony Storm to go, and I'd be cool. But I think because Britt Baker's not in the world title program, I can see Tony Khan putting her in the finals or whatever. But I, I but I, Leslie, I, I wish, I wish it is Tony Storm. Like, I hope it is, but I just know Tony. That they're going to leave Britt Baker off the pay per view. You know what I mean? That's, that's, that's my thinking about it. But I'm. Ah, uh, yeah. You know. I, I'm. I feel they're going to go with what's hot right now and just go with Tony Storm as well, just all the way. I don't know. I think. I think it's a momentum thing. I think Britt is just solid. Like they know it's you know she's dependable and always going to be a main eventer regardless if she loses. So like I feel with that you know kind of going on, it'll be it'll be Tony. Yeah, I go with Tony also because what you could also do is you could push forward dissension between Jamie Hader and Britt as well. I think I, I, we've all agreed that it does not matter who wins between ruby soho and chris statlander i think <laughs> all right thunder rosa versus serena deep i think it's a safe pick for thunder rosa to keep the mm-hmm. title this is their first defense yep. uh which is actually makes it me very disappointed because i do think serena deep should be the women's champion i wish she wasn't the first challenger i wish she was the you know i you know i, you know, I agree with you and, and leslie with the call i i i, I me and you're probably the only ones on twitter last week that didn't mind the Deeb segment because people said it fell flat, but Serena Deeb should not sound like a sports entertainer promo. Like, that's what a pro wrestler should sound like. And yes. everything has to be crisp. And I thought the segment was decent. I, I just wish that they got more time. So I, I'm actually, because like the, the worry was that like they just get backstage segments that always come off kind of catty. So I actually appreciated last week's angle uh, a lot a lot more than other people did. But I, I agree with you. I, I, I want Deeb to win, but I don't want Thunder to lose it just yet. Yeah, I think Thunder was going to win. I mean, I'm glad they're still highlighting Serena Deeb. I mean, there's at least a small, like, one of the founders of like, I mean, not founders, but like, 
early shimmer talent with like Lacey, Rain, uh, just a few others. Well, actually, Deeb was like the, Deeb was actually second gen. Actually, Deeb was second gen. Okay, yeah, Lacey and Rain she, were first. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I remember when Deeb showed up and it was like, oh, here's the new hot young, you know, sure. rookie, and that is so amazing to see her growth growth to like this veteran mm-hmm. that everyone respects because she was brought in as like the protege of uh sarah del rey uh sort mm-hmm. of and uh in a shimmer and she was nice. just phenomenally talented from the absolute uh beginning um and just great to see her on tv now all right next up the tag match jungle boy and luchasaurus what person You cut out, I think. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Leslie, I can't hear Leslie, though. Yeah, I, I, I thought I thought maybe it was my connection, but yeah. Well, I I guess I'll choose Starks and Hobbs. I want those guys to win. I guess. Yeah, I I definitely want those dudes to to win, uh, for sure. Um. And I think they're going to pull the trigger on the, the, to get a little bit more gold. the Christian turn, too. Oh, Le- yeah. Are you there, Leslie? Yes. Okay, no, could you cut me? Me and this guy were talking, but we, we, we couldn't hear you for a few minutes. Oh, okay. Well, uh, we may have been cross purposes then. Team but, we, but we did we did move on to the tag team title match. Uh, Jungle Boy Luchasaurus versus uh, Team Taz versus Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. I my pick is Team Taz and Franklin's yeah, as well. It- yeah, oh so yes, I, it's time. Yeah, that's it's, what we it's time. Too. It's, it's time because, because you know, because for a while I've been saying that they, they, once you have a stable that has this, like you know, those threats, right, and they don't live up to those threats, they kind of become useless. And I'm, yes. I'm waiting for Taz to catch fire. And for the last couple of months, they have really, really caught in fire. So I, I say you got to give uh, mm-hmm. Officer Stark the title. I think that's the best solution, in my personal opinion. All right, we're going to do a speed round very, very, very quickly now. Jericho Appreciation Society versus Eddie Kingston and the Black uh, Santino, uh, Santana Ortiz and the Blackpool Combat Club. Big 10-man tag match, anarchy in the arena match. Who Who's taking this one? Who's bleeding? Very quickly, tell me. BCC uh, and everyone. Pro, pro wrestling. <laughs> Pro wrestling is going to win. BCC yes. is pro wrestling versus sports entertainment. I think the pro wrestlers may take this one because I think the Jericho Appreciation Society, they don't need to win to maintain their heat. They're so annoying. They're very good at what they do. Let the Blackpool Combat Club give the, send the fans home happy, bust some heads. That's going to be cool. All right, next up. No, I'm saying Daddy Magic is oh. going to beat Danielson in the <laughs> ring. Daddy Magic is going to get – he's going to finally get – they're going to put the rocket pack on him, and that's oh. Daddy Magic all the way. Only Daddy Magic. See, that was nice. I was, we were thinking factionally, but if they, if Tony Khan is like, <laughs> all right, this is about making a star, then I can see something Daddy, like that happen. <laughs> oh. All right. House of Black versus Death Triangle preview of that you know trios uh division which will be the best division probably once they t- once it takes off i don't know who's going to take this one i haven't been i don't really care either it's just going to be a fun match who cares who cares who wins house of I want, you know I want house, yeah house of black to win I, I, even though even though i love that triangle but i mean house of black has more of an uptick for me right now yeah i guess maybe how it, it would hurt 
House of Black more to lose, maybe at this point. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's just going to be a sick match, so I'm not concerned with it. I'm, but yeah. I'm happy, happy to see the trios coming along. Yeah. yeah, I think House of Black, and hopefully they finally pull the trigger on Julia Hart as well. Oh yes. All right. I'm, I'm expecting some Michinoku Pro type six man tags with this new titles here. That's what I'm looking for. Oh, I'm I, so. I'm really excited for them. Mm. All right, the Hardys versus the Young. Bucks, I think the I think the young bucks are going to take it. I think the young bucks haven't gotten a got, haven't gotten a spotlight in a while, and they never go too long without a win. You don't know how many more matches the Hardys are going to do. I think you're going to go ahead and say these are the news. This is the new hot brother tag teams, uh, the Young Bucks. I agree with you, but I, I, I was, I, I, yeah. I'm even for Bucks to win that one. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, th- this is the time to do that. You know, the Hardys only have so much time left, so put them over. All right. I don't know. Maybe it's just because the acquisition of Ring of Honor, but I think the Hardys get their win back from way back in Orlando or Lakeland. I think the Hardys get their win back <laughs> yeah. from that match. Oh. Hey, you remember that yeah. favor we did yes. for you guys oh, okay. when we were employed by WWE? Like, we're here to cash in on that one thing. Okay, favorite. all right. Like, that's what I'm saying. All hey, right. you got to cash in on that. Maybe do the trilogy. All right. And then, main event, Hangman Adam Page versus CM Punk. Love the Hangman, but CM, you got to put CM Punk on the poster with the tile. You got to do it the up front, sir, this week. You're meeting with the WB executives. They're asking you, when is CM Punk in that world title? It's happening. I think it's happening this weekend. They want CM Punk doing those. They want him on the Today Show. They want him on. They want CM Punk there. Maybe Hangman Page can't get there. CM Punk can get there. He's in Hollywood. He's. I think they're going to do it now. I, I I wholeheartedly agree, and I also think that um, CM Punk doesn't need to even have the longest title reign ever either. I think it could be like three or four months, whatever. But I think there's also a lot of good challenges. For the world title, CM Punk wins. Like you can do, you can run back Eddie Kingston and CM Punk for the title at some point, and you can do MJ. I think the point is that if CM Punk wins it, I'm going to imagine that MJF's the one that actually ends up taking it off him down the line, maybe. Uh, but I think there's a lot more challenges for CM Punk in interesting ways for the in a world title feud, in my personal opinion. Hangman did a good job. Um, he's a made guy. You know, he beat Brian Danielson. He beat Omega. You know, I, mean, I wish it was, I wish his title reign was more in the forefront, but I, I I dig what his title reign did. So I'm with you, Punk, on that one too. Yeah, it's gonna be a good match. It's gonna be bloody. I'm gonna hate it because it's gonna be a great match, and I just, you know, Punk's been, ugh, I hate, you know, he's just been getting on my good side lately. He's yeah. been getting better and better as time has gone. He's gonna win. It's gonna be a great match. I'm gonna be so annoyed, and people are like, "Hey, Franklin, you had a good match." Oh, I'm like, eh, God damn it. <laughs> Uh, All right, and William, who who you got? I'm literally wearing a CM Punk shirt right now. Okay. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much to our guests, our callers. Thank you so much, Hansi, William, Franklin. It's been a blast. Let's do this again. Let's talk. Uh, maybe maybe do another one of these this weekend or something, or just like like a chat room or something. Because we're all gonna be watching mm-hmm. it, right? Maybe we can all get together and figure something out. So love mm-hmm. talking wrestling with all of you. Thank you so much. Have a good night, folks. Peace. Thank you. See ya.